This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Always great to have David Noble in the house with us uh, here every Thursday on Montana Talks. But, David, even better to have you in the studio today. Man, it's been dark every 7 o'clock hour for the last who knows how many months, and now the sun is shining. Uh, we are getting closer to spring. We just got to celebrate something this morning. That's right. I've even got I even got the tomato plants planted indoors, got the seedlings going. Can't wait for spring. I was wondering. I saw you posted something on Twitter about, hey, my plants are looking good. And I was like, you're not one of those, uh, you're not one of those type of growers, are you? No, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an old school gardener. I grew, I grew up gardening every summer with my dad, and uh, last summer grew a bunch of tomato plants indoors and ended up having a ton of them extra, posted them on Facebook Marketplace and had people coming over to my house every 20 minutes getting tomato plants, and so then I grew a bunch of uh, basil plants, got those listed up for sale on the Billings Facebook Marketplace, and just got some tomato plants and jalapeno early peppers going. And, oh, yeah. man. Hey, God, you just need some mozzarella and some bruschetta we got it all right. ready to go you got the basil and the uh, tomatoes there that's right well we're calling you when stuff goes to heck and uh that's you know right. the balloon goes up again because uh, if you're not growing your own food good luck no i think it's important that people grow their own food yeah no that's that's great well uh you i don't know if you heard us yesterday i, I just couldn't help i i had heard the fox news update at the top of the six o'clock hour that uh, yesterday was international women's day <laughs> And uh-huh. so, of course, what a woke update that was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, come on. We're, we're not allowed to celebrate women. You're not allowed to honor women. You've got to honor men who identify as women. And that's exactly what Jill Biden did at the White House yesterday. I mean, I, honestly, I thought it was a I thought it was a I thought it was a troll. I thought it was. Is this the onion? Hold on. Is this a real is this a real? No, it's a real story. I mean, that's that's as woke as it gets right there. Yeah. Eleven. Women were to be recognized at the White House on International Women's Day. How many women are there all over the world? How many billions of women? We're going to choose 11 that we're going to recognize for their heroism and for their (laughs) service. And you couldn't find one more woman. You had to put a dude uh, there on International Women's Day because you couldn't find one more woman to recognize. I mean, I'm sure if we had, if we took phone calls right now, there there are several women in Bozeman who would be deserving of of that recognition right now. Several women in Billings who would be deserving of that recognition right now. But no, 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 we're going to give the award to dude. I mean, it's just, that, that just says it all, and and the fact that that's it's obviously intentional. They're obviously trying to shove it down our throats. This is their religion, and they're going to force it on us. And they're, they're, what what more can you even say? I mean, there's really not even much to say about it. It's just so obviously ridiculous. Yeah. Well, uh, there is more to say about it because here's what Chuck D in Billings had to say on our Montana Talks app: There cannot be a bigger, more dispec- disrespectful way to marginalize and devalue women than giving a woman's award to a man or a male. How, yeah, how, the, can the, how can the feminists be okay with that? Unreal. Yeah. Uh, Chuck adds, how does that not scream, move aside, female? Only a man knows how to be a proper woman. <laughs> that was from Chuck D. and Billings. All right. Lots uh, to talk about with David Noble. Back right after this news and weather break. We're taking your calls as well. 406-294-0970 or message us on the Montana Talks app. This is the Montana Economic Minute. 
As a lifelong sports fan, I'm amazed when I reflect on the growth of the sports media industry. The sheer number of analysts, broadcasts, and publications that serve up the endless discussions and data is truly amazing. You could say the same for the financial industry as well. And when it comes to predicting what the Federal Reserve will do next to fight inflation, I would say that most of them are getting it wrong. Those in financial services who voice their optimism that the Fed will soon declare victory in the inflation fight are letting their self-interest cloud their judgment. Their collective hope that the Fed's interest rate hikes will end and the stock market will start rising again has inspired a series of short-lived rallies in the market that have quickly gone flat. Rising asset valuations are great for those in the financial industry. Opening envelopes and looking at ticker screens and seeing that you're worth more money is sure to put a spring in your step. But succumbing to that temptation and bungling the inflation fight is ultimately worse for the economy. I'm Patrick Parkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. Cloudy with some light snow and flurry activity around the region early on today, then some breaks of sun develop later in the day as well. High temperatures will range from the mid-20s to near 30 in spots. As we head into tonight, we can expect partly to mostly cloudy skies, low temperatures in the mid to upper teens, and then the outlook for Friday. does call for some warmer temperatures. Also see more cloudiness and a chance for some rain or snow showers developing in the afternoon time frame. High temperatures uh, staying around 43 in Bozeman to the mid-30s in Billings on Friday. Friday night, areas of rain and snow turning to snow showers, possibly up to two inches in some spots, especially towards the Bozeman area. As temperatures head back Friday night, uh, down to the upper 20s uh, across Billings to about the upper teens into Bozeman. For one of the best investments you'll ever make in your home. That's Rimrock Cabinet, 547 South 20th Street West. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana, statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's jump right into it here. Uh, David Noble in the house with us here. Thursday's Montana Talks. Uh, I, I kind of did my, my woke update of the week with the International Women's Day that uh, ended up, no, let's really celebrate Men Day at the White House. I also kind of did our own little wake-up update of, of the week, ta- waking people up to the, the record of the fake moderate liberal Senator John Tester. You know, he was bashing millionaires at the Mansfield Metcalf dinner in Helena on Saturday night. And I'm, I'm sitting here saying, wait a minute, you are a millionaire and yep. you're attacking other people for being millionaires? What a phony. Yeah, no, totally. That, that reminds me of uh, Bernie Sanders on the Sunday shows a couple of weeks ago where Bernie Sanders was railing against Ticketmaster and how all oh, Ticketmaster's anti-competitive and Ticketmaster, all these fees. And then uh, then the, the Sunday, Sunday show host, I think it was CBS or NBC, NBC, one of the no, it was CBS. Um, says, "Well, h- hold on, Bernie Sanders, you're doing a book tour right now, and you're selling tickets on Ticketmaster for your book tour." And he's like, "Oh, well, no, no, that's the publisher. That's I don't have any say over that. That's all for that's the publisher. That's the bookstore." But it's that, like the, all of these Democrats are all oh, hypocrites. Yeah, that, you know, Bernie Sanders using Ticketmaster to sell books in the free market system is is so rich. It uh, reminds me of Austin Powers. Oh. Smashing, yay, capitalism! You know? <laughs> right. No, and the one time Bernie Sanders one time uh, was defending.
defending it because somebody was making pointing out Bernie Sanders. You know, Bernie Sanders eventually started only bashing billionaires. John Tester needs to learn. John Tester <laughs> needs to get on the. You don't you don't bash millionaires because Bernie Sanders and John Tester are millionaires. No, you got to bash the billionaires. That's right. But but then uh, but yeah, then, we we speak in bees now. Millions <laughs> is like nineteen nineties rhetoric. Yeah. Now we're now we got John Tester pushing you know a trillion dollar deficit spending. So yeah, it's just to criticize millionaires isn't that big of a deal. Right. No, so then Bernie Bernie Sanders was asked about it and he goes, Well, well, I wrote a best selling book. If you if you write a best selling book, you can make millions too. And I'm, I'm thinking of John Tester. I mean if you ask John Tester this, he'd probably I I own I own thousands of acres of, of Montana real estate. Why don't you can why don't you own thousands of acres of Montana real estate? Yeah, exactly. But just the hypocrisy of it all. And what what's really funny about the story too is you know, he had uh, the gun grabber, the gun control advocate, Mark Kelly, on the stage with him. He's worth potentially up to $27 million. And so that's rich. But then it gets even better because uh, according to the intercept.com, they did this inter- they, they apparently ran into to John Tester's son at this ritzy Washington, D.C. cocktail party. And his son was all, you know, had a TikToker haircut and Jordans on. And I, I forget how they describe him in this Intercept, which I think is a left wing. The Intercept is a left wing uh, publication, isn't it? Anyway, so but John Tester's own own kid, I think he's probably in his 30s now, but we'll just cut, say John Tester's kid was bragging about how their family are millionaires. And, and yet here he is. Oh, yeah. Uh, all these millionaires, they don't have Montana values. Like, dude, you're the one voting for open borders and to shut down the Keystone Pipeline. And you've got more, David, in, in this week's uh, Wake Em Up update. Oh, I've got uh, – there, there's tons. We could go on and on with the, with this John Tester guy. Uh, but um, the, one that, the one that I wanted to talk about today, which, frankly, we haven't even heard about much since it happened, but it's going to be a huge deal – uh, when we all start getting sued for this stuff, is uh, John Tester voting in favor of the Disrespect for Marriage Act in November of 2022 in the lame duck session of Congress? That's the you know the most the most horrific thing that that goes on in in Congress is these lame duck sessions after after the election after they have already escaped accountability from the people. Then John Tester. Goes back to D.C. after the election and rams down this disrespect for marriage act, which is going to be used to sue anybody you know that disagrees with with homosexual marriage or that that even believes in traditional marriage, churches, nonprofits, anything. And so we're going to start. We haven't heard about that a lot. I think it's important people remember because that's a radical, radical social policy that's left wing, you know, forcing their their social policy on it. And, and it's like with 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 these Democrats and their hypocrisy, it's like. I don't. I don't fault anybody for being a millionaire. I, I think that's fantastic yeah, for people great. to have success. But success what, is but a when good you, thing. Yeah, but when you, but when you criticize it and you attack it, and then you yourself are doing it, that's when it becomes hypocritical. And the other, the other big hypocrisy that I love, and one that you can always catch Democrats on, is ask, ask a, a male feminist if they would date a transgender woman. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm, look, if you're a millionaire, great. Congrats. Right. Yeah. Good job. As long as you didn't get it fraudulently or by taking, by forcibly taking my money out of my pocket through your buddies in government. But, 
you know, John Tester has become more wealthy since becoming a so-called public servant as he's bankrupting America. Steve Daines, uh, he made his wealth in the private sector, building up a Bozeman, Montana company and business from the ground up, along with Governor now Governor Greg Gianforte. That's how they made their money, the honest way, the American way. And you attack them for that, even Ridiculous, though you're yeah. a millionaire? Uh, uh, my friend Dan in Big Timber sent me an email yesterday. He said, Tester was on Color 8 television spouting how he and others sent a letter to Biden begging him to do something about the Mexican border. Uh, two years too late, but he's running for re-election, Nuff said. And, and my response to Dan was, yeah, they destroy the country for three years, and then they pause the destruction for a little while before the election, and now we're supposed to say thank you? Right. No, that, that, that whole immigration thing, I talked a lot about this actually on my Twitch stream, on Twitch, at LectureFan, about that issue because the Democrats are so torn apart. The Biden administration is trying to enforce the border now that he's got an election. The people like John Tester are trying to enforce it, and the radical left absolutely going crazy. They're angry at the Biden administration for even thinking about enforcing the border. Kind of like the whole D.C. crime bill. You know, if you were to walk into the Capitol. Use the symptom checker on IdentifyEPI.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's IdentifyEPI.com. Sponsored by Abby. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. And one topic that many thought was put to bed for good a few years back is the waters of the U.S. rule. And the U.S. House of Representatives will likely pass a joint House-Senate resolution to repeal the Biden EPA's controversial Waters of the U.S. rule. And one senator says Republicans may have the votes to pass it in the Senate. U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin and Montana Democrat John Tester could possibly vote for the legislation. Manchin's already on board to do it. And Tester's a farmer. He knows how this affects farming. I don't know how it affects Montana, probably a smaller percentage. But Tester knows how it affects farming when they, you got to deal with the uh, U.S. government on on farming regulations. Agriculture, building, and other advocacy groups argue that the Biden-WOTUS rule that reversed the navigable waters protection rule introduced by President Trump will lead to more confusion, costs, and fines even as the U.S. Supreme Court has a Waters of the U.S. case in front of them. Separately, attorneys general from 25 states are also threatening to sue the EPA. I think it's very, very strong. And Biden is flip-flopping on his position, and he should be held accountable. And so you just uh, take every avenue you can, and I applaud the attorney generals for doing that. That was Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, and I'm Lane Northmont. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, David Noble. I've got a another very interesting woke update of the week here, and it actually involves Montana State University having to settle a free speech lawsuit. Hmm, very interesting. So, uh, you know, I, I know our friends love Montana State University. And, uh, and by the way, hats off to the Montana State Bobcat uh, basketball team. The men won their second straight Big Sky crown. They're going to be headed back to the NCAA March Madness Tournament. So that's that's great news for the MSU Bobcats basketball team. But, uh, but MSU has its fair share of woke liberal nonsense as well, just 
just like the University of Montana does. So, so I'll talk about that here in a second. But yeah, yeah, isn't go ahead. David, David isn't David Parker uh, at MSU? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the, a woke. He's a woke. Oh, star. he's he. He blocked me on Twitter because I had the gall to like question him one time. Yeah, he blocked me. He blocked a <laughs> bunch of people on Twitter. And uh, but but boy, he sure thinks he has a right to our taxpayer dollars to push his liberal agenda in the classroom. I, I had talked with somebody that knew him, and uh, actually, I was, it was funny. I was out in eastern Montana, and this young lady said, "Oh yeah, he was a professor." And she's like, "You know, I liked him." And you know, we we didn't have the same politics, but I, I liked the guy. He's a good professor. And I said, "Yeah, I, I you know met him at Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner one time. Nice enough guy on a personal level." She said, "But Donald Trump broke him." Like, he was already kind of pushing to the left with liberal Senator John Chester, but Donald Trump just broke him. Like, <laughs> And it's funny because Donald Trump broke a lot of people. For sure. That's they where the TDS nuts. came from. Yeah. They went nuts over Donald Trump. And so now they're just – they literally suffer from Trump derangement syndrome, and they're blocking people on Twitter because yeah. you're trying to have a reasonable conversation with them and, and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. No, and, and you're a Nazi if you support Trump and there's this, this – just – unhinged sort of rhetoric and talk and position. It really is bizarre how Donald Trump can cause these Democrats to really just lose control of their own emotions and their own dignity. I think I think I got blocked by Professor uh, Parker at MSU because on Twitter because he was cheerleading all these COVID lockdowns. He was cheerleading these mask yep. mandates. He was he was okay with canceling the Cat Grizz football games and in fact canceling the entire football seasons over COVID nineteen. But see then he had a trip back to like the UK or Scotland or something and his trip got canceled. And so he was outraged that his trip got canceled and I was like, Wait a minute, you you were okay with uh, our kids being forced to wear masks, you're okay with Cat Grizz football being canceled. Oh, but now your trip got canceled yeah. and you're angry? Oh, that's – I mean that, Blocked. That, that's like all the Democrats were like that during COVID. I mean I, I, we ought to be talking about COVID and how right we were and how hypocritical they were all day long. It's just amazing. I mean it was it, – the, the, the classic example is uh, – oh, who was Scarf Lady? Um, the Scarf Lady that – that was uh, Rush Limbaugh's name for the Scarf Lady. Oh, man. But who she, was that? She came out and she was talking about how – Nobody should travel for Thanksgiving, and you shouldn't be with family and blah. And then she goes up and goes and has Thanksgiving dinner with her family up in the Northeast. <laughs> well, my other favorite uh, Rona hypocrisy story was I think it was San Diego, it was somewhere in California, but the teachers' union was in support of shutting down school uh, because of COVID nineteen, and uh, you know, it, and justifying these travel bans and everything else. Well, the teachers' union, remember, the teachers' union in California had to put out an alert to all their members. Uh, hey, 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 teachers, stop posting pictures of your spring break. Actually, it wasn't even spring break. <laughs> they were on a break. They weren't even teaching. Right. So they were going to Cancun. They were going to all these uh, normally spring break locations, right. but it was during the school year because school was shut down. So the teachers' union said, hey, stop sharing all those beach vacation photos because our, right. the people are still working and their kids aren't able to go to right. school. So you're not helping us right now. And how many how many pictures of the Dem – by the way, is Dr. Burke, Deborah Burks is is who I was thinking oh, of that, that yes. did the Thanksgiving family trip. I think she ultimately had to resign over that, resigned in disgrace. But um, how many times did we see Democrats that were in favor of forced masking for little kids, destroying their, their childhood and stuff like that? And then, and then you'd see picture they'd post pictures online and they're where they're 20 20 people at a table at a restaurant nobody wearing masks oh yeah you know, all the time yeah well it's like the montana nurses association which is a democrat front group now democrat activist is running the, the outfit 
We know that these nurses think these mask mandates in hospitals are stupid. In fact, if, if, if you wonder what they really think about them, don't, don't see what the person's wearing at the front desk. Go meander through the office space and see what people are doing in the offices behind the reception desk. Right. They all think it's BS. They all think it's stupid. But yet, who cheerleads these, these mandates still being forced? Yeah. Who is still causing the suffering to these nurses? Their very own association. The liber- and yet, when the Montana Nurses Association is lobbying the legislature in Helena, they're not wearing masks. Right. No, I wonder if I, I wonder if you could do an entire four hour show of just nothing but Democrat left wing COVID hypocrisy stories. Just story after story after story. We we could do that and we wouldn't even have to leave Bozeman. Right. We could do the whole four hours just with Bozeman specific stories, right? God, I'll never forget you know, like man, look at the way the, the Gallatin County Health Officer went after the Rock and R bar and other oh, yeah. other great establishments and but they had no problem with Walmart and the big box stores. But, yep. boy, they had to really kick those local business owners in the teeth. That's right. All right. Back in 60 seconds after this Fox News update, let's get to the MSU woke update, uh, shall we? Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The White House puts out President Biden's budget proposal today. He'll give a speech about it in Philadelphia. The proposal includes putting a 25% minimum tax on billionaires, raising the national gains tax, increasing the top tax rate for Americans, earning 400000 or more, increasing the corporate tax rate by 7%. Shell Castoni with Fox Business. New unemployment claims last week more than expected, up 21000 to 211000 the biggest jump in five months. Former NBA star Sean Kemp's been arrested on a drive-by shooting charge in Tacoma, Washington. No one was Injured in the shooting, Kemp played in the NBA from 1989 to 2003, making six all-star teams. He had his best years playing in Seattle in the 90s for the now-defunct Supersonics. That's Fox's Eric Messersmith. There is rain and possibly more flooding in the forecast from a storm that's hitting California today and tomorrow. America's listening to Fox News. All right, so what is the uh, the woke you story here? Uh, so Kayla Spaler, she's actually, she's a good reporter. Um, she used to be with the, uh, I think the Missoula Independent. So she's definitely, you know, liberal, uh, more liberal than you and I, but I think she tries to do a good job as a reporter. Uh, I, I say that, I couch that story with that intro because it comes from this liberal... This liberal website, the Daily Montanan, overall, the Daily Montanan is a joke. It's a Democrat propaganda outlet. But but Kayla Spaler, I've always found her to be uh, to be uh, honest and and really tries to do good reporting. But she's got this headline. Montana State University student settles free speech lawsuit against the campus. A Montana State University student who filed a lawsuit alleging free speech violations after she questioned her sorority's insistence that members identify themselves with preferred pronouns has now settled the case against the campus. Now, we're going to talk with her attorney and her. They'll both be with us on Friday's Montana Talks uh, in our statewide 9 o'clock hour. So we're going to hear from them in their own words. But, yeah, basically, like, if you read the story here, she was being dictated to, oh, no, no, you will use the preferred pronouns. And and apparently she was being stalked by some LGBTQ student, and they punished her. 
they punished her for hate speech, and they imposed these no-contact orders. They prohibited her from attending sorority events or entering a building where her harasser was present. So they, they basically said, you can't be any – the harasser can go anywhere the harasser wants, but you, the victim, you better stay away from your your attacker. That is uh, that is horrible, and, and I hadn't heard that story until just now, but that, that makes me so happy, and that, that's, that's exactly what we need to do is, is file lawsuits because because these the speech controls this forced speech compelled speech forcing us to say things that are factually incorrect number you the, the, anything anything that's connected with the government like the, the public university they can't force people to say what they want them to say and they especially can't force you to say something when it violates your conscience and so yeah. these, that's fantastic everybody ought to be filing these lawsuits we've got to fight back and here's here's the thing john tester's bill the disrespect for marriage act that's going to be used to sue anybody that disagrees with homosexual marriage they're going to they're, they're going to hold off on on filing those lawsuits at least the federal government will until after 2024 because joe biden is is switched to campaign mode john tester switched to campaign mode they passed that in the lame duck session it's going to and the media's laying quiet on it media's not talking about it nobody's going to talk about that but after 2024, now the, the lawsuits are going to start flooding in to try to force people to, to partake in homosexual marriages from top to bottom, whether you're a cake baker. They're going to force churches to have to claims. adopt yep. their view on marriage. If John Tester has a definition of marriage, well, good for you, John. It's a free country. You can yep. view marriage however you want to. But you can't go enforce churches right. that believe that, that marriage is between a man and a woman. You can't now force them to say, oh, well, actually, a marriage is this or that or right. but, uh, but our courts the courts are the last line of defense against that stuff and good for this woman for filing that case that's right yeah all right and there's uh, some more interesting stuff on this too this is where montana talks montana talks with aaron flint all right, David Noble in the house. Plus, we'll get into your phone calls here, 406-294-0970. Let me just add uh, one or two more things here before we get to Gary in Billings. On this story uh, by Kayla Spaler, uh, Montana State University student settles free speech lawsuit against campus. Plaintiff alleged violation over sororities' insistence on preferred pronouns. Uh, the other thing that's interesting to this story is that in a 2017 lawsuit, Montana State University also had to pay a $120,000 settlement after another student alleged a violation of free speech. Eric Powell was suspended for being critical of a transgender student to a professor in a private meeting. So this was a private meeting where a student is expressing his concerns, and they went after him over that. But but back to your point, David, you're, you're exactly right. They can't compel speech. They can't force you to say something that goes against your deeply held beliefs, religious beliefs or otherwise, right? That's right. And not just for you as the student – they can't even force professors or teachers to to into this compelled speech either. There's already federal courts that have made these these rulings, and yet right. here we go again. They keep trying to do it. And I don't. And I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, businesses can't. Private businesses also can't discriminate against people based on their sincerely held, genuinely held religious beliefs. And so, uh, it, 
look, I, I think everybody that, that suffers from this, and there's a lot of people that are suffering from discrimination. You know, Democrats, of course, love to love to talk about how they're opposed to discrimination, and yet they're, some of the most horrific discrimination happening in our country is being done by these left-wingers. But any, anybody that's, that suffers from this discrimination, they need, to got, they need to get a lawyer. They need to start filing lawsuits. We've got to fight back against this stuff. And, and hey, you know, if you can get a $100,000 settlement, uh, all the better for, 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 for your suffering. <laughs> from your discrimination yeah so like i say we'll talk with that student that msu student uh and her attorney will both be with us uh on tomorrow's show we got an attorney in the house right now david noble it's uh, always great to have you uh, here with us let's jump into the phone lines 406-294-0970 gary in billings what's going on gary hey good morning uh, eric and uh, david um we talk about these millionaires and they're all talking about switching to the digital dollar, and it's kind of frustrating uh, as an older person that, you know, are they going to take away my my money, or can you guys kind of give uh, the warning for other people? Where do, where, where do we stand with this crap? Yeah, good question, because you sound like you, you're kind of like me. If you can pay with cash, you'd rather pay with cash. But uh, also, like, hey, you, you got all this money that's uh, stored in the bank or in other investments. How hard would it be for them to just turn off the light switch and take away all your cash just in one turn of a switch? And uh, kind of like what they did to shut off fundraising efforts for freedom truckers in Canada and elsewhere. G- great question. David Noble, your thoughts? Well, I think this is a really important issue, and I, I don't think it's just limited to, to CBDCs. And, and that's, I think, what he's referencing. And Vivek Ramaswamy, great uh, GOP candidate for president in 2024, is calling for a ban on CBDCs. And that, that stands for central bank digital currencies. And central bank digital currencies are, uh, you know, they, they they say that they're kind of sort of like Bitcoin or the blockchain, but they're really not. They're just they're just uh, currencies that are digital currencies that are run by central banks. But but why I say that this is this is more than just that is because at the same time as we have this sort of push to have digital currencies, you, we're also having the federal government now want credit card companies to to track any transactions where uh you're buying ammo or guns they want they want uh any any transaction or if you have any transactions in your bank account total over six hundred dollars in a year which is everybody they want banks to report that to the federal government and so this and 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 look you can't you can't even carry cash around without raising suspicions. If you if you get pulled over and you've got ten thousand dollars in cash on you, there's a good chance the police is going to seize that from you and, and say, "Oh, this is uh, this is a sign of uh, you know something's something's going wrong. We're going to seize your your cash." And Civil so, asset yeah, forfeiture so, so, but, is what that's referred yeah. to as. Yeah. And so all of this stuff is about is about surveillance and, and surveillance of our financial situation. So I don't. I'm opposed to central bank digital currencies and the digital digital dollar, but I'm also opposed to the federal government getting notified uh, of all of our bank transactions. I'm opposed to laws saying you can't take $10,000 in cash across the border. Um, we need to have financial freedom where where the, the federal government is not tracking our finances whatsoever. The federal government should have no access to know what we're doing. We should be able to carry cash around without having to having to worry about it getting getting seized. I mean you can't even I mean if you actually have cash, like you can't go buy real estate for example. You can't go you, like, if you have a bag of cash, a couple hundred grand in cash, 
go to a title company and uh, see if they'll close the close the real estate. They won't do it. Yeah. Uh, on this front, uh, Sam Fattis, former CIA operations officer, who we had, we've had on the show a few times now. He uh, has a a blog, a website and magazine.com uh, but he, he shared this uh, 20 hours ago so yesterday kind of on this front so okay how quickly could the government if they wanted to just totally like disappear your electronic cash boom and now all of a sudden that money you thought was there is gone how quickly could they if they wanted to uh, and but on that front like think about now everything that's going on with the communist Chinese and with Russia the hacking that's going on uh, you know, this increased reliance on digital everything can be quite concerning. But anyway, he has a, a very interesting read. And again, he's a former CIA officer. He, this is the headline. The sharks are circling Russia and China take aim at the world's undersea cable network. People don't realize how, you know, we look at our highways from you know the roads we drive on, you know, I-90, I-94, I-25, I-15. These digital highways, there's really not that many of them. There's key intersections and one clip and you're cut off. And what, what they believe has been happening in the past few days is that China is clipping those undersea cables that might service Taiwan, right? And so but but this is a this is a you know an undersea war that's probably been going on behind the scenes for a long time now. No, and I've I've seen some stuff too about people talking about how China uh, China has spies all throughout America, from top to bottom, all around America. There are Chinese spies, and they're talking about how China uh, has basically these war war plans. Where if they if they end up in a war with the United States because of the number of Chinese spies, which is something that Donald Trump was really focused on and going after these Chinese spies and caught a bunch of them and prosecuted, threw them in prison. But uh, but the Chinese government that the communist chinese are basically able and ready to basically shut down a lot of our uh infrastructure here in the united states they'll, they'll shut down our power they'll shut down our internet they'll shut down all of these different things because of their uh, you know cyber capabilities their spies within the united states so all of this stuff is, and then you know th these democrats you know they they, they might respond to, to my comments about hey get the federal government out of tracking our finances let people use cash uh we don't need need the federal government to be notified if, if we've got transactions totaling $600. We don't need digital dollars. Democrats are going to, oh, well, we have to. We have to have those laws because because criminals use those methods and, and when we got to fight crime. Oh, okay, Democrats, you're going to tell me you're tough on crime. That's like John Tester, you know, complaining about the debt. Yeah, exactly. After he piled on, you know, thirty-two trillion dollars in it. Well, let's subtract six. But uh, he, I mean, he won't. He won't hesitate to, to talk about the debt and oh, we need to lower the debt and the deficit, and that's hurting. But when he's just, the guy piling right. it on, yeah. Let's get to another caller here. We've got Linda on the phone lines. Uh, let's see, Linda and Billings. What's on your mind? Thanks for the call. Hi, I have a question here. Has anybody found out about our power plants? There's a bill. HB 45, Utah and West Virginia are looking at it right now. Utah's passed it. It's to protect our power plants from the government because they want to shut them down and go with this Green New Deal stuff that's going on. And um, this is really important. These, this bill protects the state from... <clears throat> not losing their power plant we need permit they need permission from us yeah when they do anything 
No, send me, send us some more info on that. That'd be that'd be great to to read more about. Uh, yeah. Glenn Beck had a show last night about it. He showed um, the bill is already written up, blah blah blah. But um, to get the bill, he um, go to glennbeck.com and he will send. You can copy it out. I don't have a printer, unfortunately. Oh, you know what? So, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Once you said Glenn Beck, I actually have a soundbite here. Ready to roll, because uh, I, I saw this via Twitter. One of our listeners must have flagged it for me. But, Linda, thanks for the call. Glenn Beck said this, nothing says inflation reduction like a new IRS rule that gives coal plants a 100% tax credit for 10 years if they destroy their plants. Remember that the next time you pay your energy bill. So, uh, anyway, I've got the audio I can share. If I don't share it uh, right after this break, remind me to share it in the 8 o'clock hour when we'll have more time to talk as well. Uh, back to David Noble right after this. Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. News commentary. California has finally gotten rid of most of its forced face diapering. Took you long enough. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Well, they say there are certain things that shouldn't be brought up at the kitchen table, but not here at the Duffy's. So pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. And we're going to share some real-life solutions as well to the everyday issues that you all talk about. And we're going to talk about some of those things that we agree on. And some that we don't. Download from the kitchen table the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Folks, California has finally gotten the memo. COVID is over. The state has, alas, rolled back its mask mandate for what liberals deem high-risk indoor areas such as hospitals, medical offices, long-term care, correctional facilities, homeless shelters, emergency evacuation centers, and places designated for cooling and warming stations. Those will be face diaper optional. So you know what that means. Most liberals are still going to wear their precious face masks alone in their cars, but whatever, to each their own. In addition to the great unmasking, starting April 3rd, health care workers will no longer be forced to get the experimental COVID jab. Again, glad the most progressive state in the nation is still living like it's 2020. But Governor Newsom still has a love affair with power, so you are far from out of the woods yet. Get out while you still can, but if you're a Democrat, please don't come here. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is fearless at Outkick.com. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time. Thompson Pools. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks. 
was Aaron Flint. All right, so I do want to uh, play just a brief soundbite from Glenn Beck's program last night. Yeah, we I, I forgot we already had that soundbite queued up. I think I didn't I didn't pull it up and have it listed, but uh, our producer Travis snagged this one uh, earlier this morning after I spotted on Twitter what Glenn Beck had to say about about coal and about the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that Liberal Senator John Tester voted for. I'll play that here in just a second, but first, hey, you know the the sun is up. The sun was up uh, pretty much an hour ago, so it's great. Spring is here. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, you know, spring building season. If you happen to be in the market for a new building, check out our friends at Aldrich Lumber. Uh, you know, they've got uh, a couple of crews that have been with them now for over 10 years. But if you're looking to build an indoor riding arena or maybe you want a, a calving barn or a, lab, a lambing barn, uh, so that you're not stuck out in the cold uh, next winter. Uh, or maybe, you know, you've you've got a boat or a camper that you're looking to get out this summer and you want to keep it out of the elements. You want to store it out of the sun just like you want to keep it out of the, the snow. Well, they can even build a shop for you out back. So check out our friends, aldrichlumber.com. They've built everything from a 30 by 40 to a 72 by 200 and everything in between. Uh, all right, here is a quick soundbite from Glenn Beck. But you and I, while we're paying higher energy bills and having blackouts or rolling brownouts, what do we get? Nothing. But the IRS is giving those power companies, because they played along, 100% tax credit. Well, but that only kicks in if you destroy or recycle the plant. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, my, my, res- my, my response to that is I'm not surprised because, remember, it was Barack Obama who said, hey, you can have a coal plant. We're just going to make it so expensive that it'll bankrupt you. Um, and, and they're doing that. And Joe, Bi- Joe Biden called for an end to fossil fuels. When Joe Biden was running for president, he outright called for a complete ban on fossil fuels. And meanwhile, meanwhile, Montanans are paying $300, $400, $500 a month just for utilities, just for gas and electricity and water. And I don't know how anybody can can afford these utility prices anymore. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month just for electricity and gas. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, In Stephen Moore's Unleash Prosperity hotline this morning here, now even Britain is turning to coal. Emergency coal plants come online for first time as electricity margins are tight. This is from Bloomberg News. So, yeah, they 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 are now turning on two emergency coal-fired generators. Look, we've got we lost coal strip 1 and 2 because of the Democrats. We can't lose coal strip 3 and 4 because of them. And to you union guys out there, uh, you know, you know who bears responsibility for coal strip 1 and 2 being lost? Your buddy, John Tester. And I, but I think our union buddies get that now, which is why union voters are turning away from the Democrat Party in droves. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- th- this war on fossil fuels is just so dangerous. And it, I, I, always, I, always, I always tell people, so think about this, folks. Number one, they're trying to shut down our power plants and they're trying to reduce our power generating capacity. At the same time they're doing that, they want to ban natural gas appliances. They want to ban natural gas stoves and make you use electricity. They want to ban natural gas furnaces and make you use electricity. They want to ban gas-powered vehicles and make you use electricity. So how is that going to work? How, how are we going to have all of these new electricity-using vehicles and appliances at the same time that we're reducing our electricity? Electrical capacity. I always tell people that no, the, the plan 
The plan is not so that you'll have green electricity and have a have an electric vehicle. No, the plan is that you're not going to have a vehicle and you're not going to have electricity. That's where this is headed. They hate civilization. That They really do. They hate human development and human civilization. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Right. I think that came out of the World Economic Forum. All right. I know we're short on time or we'd, we'd sneak some more uh, uh, another phone call in here before we, we hit the break. But we're literally almost out of time. Nicole in Columbus uh, said this. Uh, Talking about the whole, you know, John Tester supporting the the uh, the uh, attack marriage act. Whatever happened to separation of church and state? The church should not be forced to go against its morality to please the state. Well, that's right. Well and said. Yeah, marriage is marriage is a religious institution, a church institution. The fact that the federal government, John Test, John Tester, now butting in to to local religious and church issues, get lost, buddy. That's right. Uh, David Noble, check him out at LectureFan on his Twitch TV podcast. And on Twitter. On Twitter LC, as well. LCTR fan. Very exciting news, too. Uh, next week, i got to be out to do some military training. So David Noble will be in the house all week long. Can't so wait. you're in for a real treat. Can't uh, wait. Anything you're working on just for fun next week? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, plus his daily commentary. So you guys are in for a real treat starting Monday morning.